You're now listening to the number one podcast on planet Earth. Winners win. Winners win. Mm -hmm. Straight up, they don't cover, which is unfortunate, but they win. Oh, she will. Mm -hmm. And she'll see me a winner. Come back. Jay, we have made it to the final episode of our preseason look ahead, and we saved the next game for last. Florida State, prime time, Sunday night. If you're listening to this now, it's game week. How you feeling, Jay? Oh, the closer it gets, the more nervous I get. That's pretty natural. I just told you off the phone. I, I haven't uh, felt this nervous about a game since the 2019 Texas game me and you went to with the Longhorns. It just felt like, man, because Vanderbilt was the next week, and it just felt like, Jesus, if we can just get through this game somehow, I mean, we are look, we are gonna, we're gonna be in good shape for a couple weeks to really figure, get our shit together as a team, you know? Yeah. And uh. Yeah, man, I'm like you. I'm getting nervous. The spreads at two and a half. Um, Mason Smith, I really was riding high. I mean, a couple of episodes ago, I was like, Jay, fuck them. Don't be surprised if we don't win by 10. The Mason Smith thing's got me all gun shy and being a little bitch. But uh, let, let's get into it, Jay. Let's do last season recap of uh, the Florida State Seminoles. So, the last season, Florida State went, what they go, 10-3? I got them as ten and three and five and three in the ACC. Ten and three and five and three in the SEC, man. So they started off hot. They won four games in a row. I think what they got up to is ranked number twenty three, and then they lost to number twenty two Wake Forest, number fourteen NC State, number four Clemson, back to back to back. The only three ranked games all year that they they played, they lost. Mm, that makes that's 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 the story I'm telling myself about this upcoming game. But go ahead. Yeah, they just they. I think they they got them so high because they got a lot of returning players, just like LSU, and they seen the potential that they had, and they they played a, a Oklahoma team at the end of the year who was bad. Six games, Jay. Oklahoma, Oklahoma won six games. Oklahoma won six games. And they, who matter of fact, they was scored zero points on Texas. And Florida yes. State barely beat them, thirty-five, thirty-two. I I think so, man. I think Norvell's been there like four years. This, they barely beat Florida too. I agree. Florida was bad too. I agree, brother. I, I I think if you look at their schedule, they they didn't beat anybody, dude. Louisville was shitty last year. Boston College was shitty last year. Georgia Tech, Miami, Syracuse, UL, they didn't beat anybody, brother. We we didn't even – we looked as bad as a football game could possibly be. Dropped punts, dropped uh, uh, dropped punts, dropped uh, – missed extra points. Uh, zero offense other than Jaden Daniels breaking down and running until the fourth quarter. Like Couldn't protect him. Couldn't protect him. No offensive line established. The more we talk, I'm going to sell myself again that we're going to kill – we might beat the shit out of these dudes, man. Like I know they got some guys from the we'll talk about later that came in yeah. that are pretty good, but if you want to you know compare last season's schedule, if you're a, say if you're a Florida State fan, okay, you're a Florida State fan looking at this. Who did LSU beat besides Alabama? 
All right. Whenever. Give me one, give, give me one quality win that else you had besides Alabama. I'm just saying. Nine, State, nine, win, nine win Mississippi State. Nine win unranked nine win Mississippi State. Oh, fucking went nine wins in the SEC. I know every, nobody wants to say anything good about Mississippi State, but as I feel like you beat them by beat them by two or three scores, I feel like that was a good win. But you got a little argument to stand on. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm just saying as a Florida State fan, if you are, you know, playing devil's advocate, saying who the LSU beat last year. You know, we're talking pause about this, but you know, yeah. LSU. You could say a Florida State fan saying, "Well, they played Georgia. They lost. They played uh, Ole Miss at the time was ranked number seven, but they ended up being which is still more impressive than any win they have." Yeah, yeah. So you could say yeah. we, our Ole Miss wins bigger than any win you got. You, you're already taking away our for your argument's sake for Alabama, and that's not counting. Yeah, yeah. the nine win Mississippi State game. So I can make an argument back at it. They got a little yeah, ground okay, to stand I, on. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, you know, their fan base, I'm sure they're saying the same thing. Oh, they they got lucky and beat Alabama in overtime, and yeah, you know, who else did they beat? So, well, uh, like I said, I, I can make a little I bit think, argument. I think that I think that the, the SEC is is way better than the than the ACC. That's just me, my personal opinion. That's right. And uh, so, last season recap: How do you give old Mike Norvell, who's uh, got the whole world talking about him, and Jesus, the quotes? Me and you have been sending each other quotes of, from these Mississippi State. I mean, sorry, from these Florida State fans and these uh, players, bro. They drinking their own Kool Aid, ain't they? Oh yeah. So they, what they finished the uh, final AP poll? They was number thirteen when they played Oklahoma. So they, they, I mean, they finished. Uh, they finished pretty high, you know. You know, going into the game last year, Jay, in New Orleans, do you remember, like, Norvell being on the hot seat? Do you remember that at all? I do. Yeah, I remember they was talking about it. Yeah, I remember Mike Norvell. This is year three or four. Like, you got to show some stuff here. And then they carry him off the field because LSU plays the worst game in the history of their fucking – the last ten years with the very first game with our head coach. Just just piss out. That, oh, God, that in the A&M game drives me crazy to think about. But anyways. Yeah, um, listen, I mean, just – I listened to Hunt Palmer today a little bit, and he's talking about how Jaden Daniels is the first time he's been somewhere for two years with stability. You know, he's never been anywhere with stability. So we I just think that offensive make line, a little jump. I our, yeah, I think our offensive line is going to make the, the world a difference. I know they got Jared Verse, and we'll talk about him later. One of the, probably one of the best pass rushers in college, but I like Will Campbell, and we'll see. We'll see if he if he uh, how good he does because it, it, it'll be. Pro versus pro. You got to think they're going to put him over there by Emory. I heard, I've heard Norvell in his press conferences this week say that they're they're going to put move him around and stuff. You got to think uh, we like Emory too. Okay, Emory. We like we like Emory too. Emory's a dog too. So and there's a chance that Big Zalance gets some snaps over there, baby. Hey, put him in there. I'm, I'm sure. I don't know about. It. I don't know about. It. <laughs> yeah, he's. I'm sure Jared Verse is licking his chops to go after a true freshman. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe leave Emory over there. So. And I haven't heard anything, but last I heard that that big boy from Maryland was getting a lot of snaps at a uh, right guard. Okay. Well, good. Uh, okay. So that's what I said. It's gonna it's, it's gonna be crazy if if he starts. I don't know if they named a starter yet, but if he starts, it'll be, you know, Will Campbell at left, Dellinger at right guard. I mean left guard. I'm sorry. Charles Turner at center, or whatever his name is from Maryland, um, at right guard, and Emory at a right tackle. That'd be the, that's like I said, I'd be the first time I can remember three white offensive linemen starting for LSU. Never, not even in the early 2010s, we didn't? 
I don't remember, man. I remember, you know, Ethan Posick. I was about to say Posick. What about Josh Durashik or whatever? Yeah, I'm saying three at one time. Yeah, yeah, I remember two at one time, but three at one time. I I don't remember three at one time. You're forgetting the best backup center in the history of college football. T-Bob, baby. He started, but I don't think there was – it was T-Bob and then, like, who was Will Blackwell? You remember Josh Durasic? Wasn't that a name? What? You yeah, I think so. Yeah. Chris Falk. Chris Falk was a big boy. Okay. He wasn't, he wasn't white. All right. Jay, so how do you give Mike Norvell with 10 and 3 and 5 and 3 in the ACC? How do you, uh, how do you, how do you give him? What's your grade you give him for last year? I think I'm a B minus. B minus. You, you lost uh, all the good teams you played. Um, yeah. uh, the Wake Forest lost by 10, close game to NC State, and I'm sure that's what they're riding their hat on. Bro, we played Clemson 28-34, to and we played NC State 19-17. to Like, the games were close, you know, but yeah. I'm with you. I, I give them a B, uh, B minus. You, uh, do you want to get into the coaches? Yeah, we can get into it. Uh, so, Mike Norvell, he was a Memphis head coach from 16-19. Uh, to 19. They went uh, 38 and 16, 24 and 8 in conference, 6 and 6 versus top 25, 0 and 3 versus top 10. Yikes. And, uh, in those years, I, mean, I guess it's kind of hard to be the top 10 team with 10 Memphis, you know. 100%. Um, <laughs> 2019, that's the year they that's the year they hired him. Uh, the next year, 2020. But 2019, they went 12 and 2, 7 and 1, and they lost to number 10 Penn State in the Cotton Bowl. So they had a pretty good year in 2019. And, uh, that was a, that State was Memphis. Right that was Memphis, right? Yeah, Memphis. Yeah, twenty nineteen okay. is last year at Memphis. And then Florida State, he got hired on in twenty twenty, so this will be his fourth season. He is um, eighteen and 16, 11 and thirteen in conference play, one and six versus top twenty five opponents, and one and three versus top ten at Florida State. And and let's 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 do tell the truth though. Uh, wasn't it Willie Taggart? Was that the name of the coach before him? Yeah, I think so. He left the place in as a shit show. Yeah, he left it in shambles, man. Has there ever been a more a head coach that has done nothing? Like he went to Oregon and did it did, like did nothing, and then he got the Florida State <laughs> job and did nothing. Like he didn't do yeah, shit. He, yeah, that's just in, just interesting. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I see Mike Norvell, man. Like I can going back in time. I remember when he got the job. I was like, okay, yeah, this is the next. He's an up and coming stud. Like he, he he done some great things at Memphis, man. And uh. Yeah. His scheme, Jay, have, have you ever heard anything or seen anything about the way they run the ball, dude? They get real multiple back there, bro, and they, they, they scheme it up. It's not it's not like just zone read or nothing like that. It is misdirection. It's a, it, He's got a creative way to run the ball. Yeah, sometimes I have like a split back. I have a you know, kind of offsetting back. It's like they always have two backs sometimes. You know, usually you don't see two backs in the back anymore. A lot of two back, and it's – it's just a, a a real creative way to run the ball, and people who know more about it always, you know, rant, rant and rave about his uh, the creative. What's that? That's when we need that. That is expert opinion. Daddy, 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 ask him if he can uh, pull his four hundred one k out from uh, from winners win. Said he's done. And he's retired <laughs> he's for all, now. He's he's all in, man. He's all in at St. Louis. He's all he's in at St. Louis. Coming up, Jake. They play the first week. I got. I gotta say, looking at this coaching staff, I can usually pick a couple guys out. I'm not recognizing a lot of these guys, other than Patrick Sertain Senior. He's a defensive backs coach. But uh, yeah. other than that, I usually can pick a few names out on some staff. So I'm not I'm having a hard time with these guys. 
The uh, Alex Atkins, he's the offensive coordinator and the offensive line coach. I don't I have zero. Yeah, idea. He, he was. He just. He just been there. Um, he was the offensive line coach uh, before he got there. This is actually his first uh, offensive coordinator job. He's always been an offensive line coach, and last year in 2022, he was um, 484 yards a game, which was first in the ACC, and 36 points per game, which was also first in the SEC. So. All right, I, I do yeah. see a big name, Randy Shannon, co-defensive coordinator. He was pretty sure he yeah. was a DC at Florida for a while. I think. Yeah. So before before uh, before uh, Alex Atkins, the offensive coordinator was Kenny Dillingham. He was the offensive coordinator there for two years, and in 2020, they were ninth in yards and twelfth in points. And in 2021, they was ninth and eighth in uh, yards and points. So they had to make a change. So. I guess Alex, Alex Atkins, I don't know if he got struck lightning in the bottle. Hopefully the offense is, I'm sure it'll be good, but hopefully it's not as good, you know. I think it caught a lot of people off guard. Hopefully, you know, everybody everybody has them on their radar this year and they're not going to be as good. And the defensive coordinator is a guy they brought, uh, that that Norvell brought over with him from Memphis. He defense coordinator in 19 in Memphis, and now he's defense coordinator at uh, Florida State from 2020 to now. So, um First year they wasn't very good. Um, they was thirteenth in yards allowed and thirteenth in points allowed. Uh, twenty twenty one they was sixth in yards allowed, seventh in points. Last year they was first in yards and second in points. So they're getting better and better. So, so trending it was, upward. It's uh, yeah, it was four, fourteenth overall in the country at one hundred thirty three teams, I believe. Uh, it was fourteenth overall in yards allowed and sixteenth overall in points allowed. Jake, can we get to 30 on them? Can we score 30 points on them? I don't know, man. I, I have to see how well our offense is clicking, you know. Yep. I, I, I hope so. A lot of people believe, you know, we averaged 30-something yeah. last year. A lot of people believe they, that. They scored, they scored 23. They scored 23 last year and should have scored more than that. So Played, played like one quarter football. Lot, yeah, I like to think our offense is a lot better than it was last year. Um, we won't have we won't – have, um, Prima Donna, Keyshawn Butte out there. Yep, getting hit um, in the get hit in the end zone in the chest. Yeah. <laughs> um, just think I, I think I like to think our offense is a lot better. I think it's gonna be though. night and day, whether it be wide receivers, whether it be camaraderie with the, t- the team, whether it be relationships with the Malik neighbors and and Kyron Lacey and 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 Jaden Daniels, and off, like you've already Brian, mentioned, offensive Brian, line and Brian Thomas, and uh, I think what's his name going to have a big year this year. If he stays healthy the whole time, Chris Hilton. Chris Hilton, baby, uh, my boy. So, so four, four, hopefully really good receivers. Hopefully, um, and Aaron Anderson's going to give us a threat on special teams that we just couldn't even catch the fucking ball last year. Put him in the slot. Oh he's yeah, going to make a big difference. Like you said, offensive line, we're we're probably seven or eight deep offensive line. Yep, it's a world of difference, bro, uh, from last year. We just got to hope that they didn't really take this next big step too. Yeah. And then one thing you got to put in factor is that with all this hurricane stuff going on, their practice facilities might not be, you know, good enough to practice in them. So they might have to take some practices off. It was, uh, I watched the weather in Tallahassee all week and watched the storm blow through. Even yeah. two days ago, they were getting rain in Tallahassee from the storm. So it, it, it made an effect. What that effect is, how big, we don't know. But it definitely made an effect because, brother, they wasn't practicing the last two, three days outside. I promise. No, that's what I'm saying. I just hope that they, if or when they lose this game, they don't say, well, we couldn't practice. So, 
you know, don't blame it on that. Fuck them. I'll take that one. I'll eat that L. <laughs> you know what they could have done? We knew the hurricane was there on Sunday. They could have flown anywhere. We've seen LSU do that before. Nobody knows yeah. hurricanes more than LSU fans. They could have flown to Orlando and practiced there for the four days. Fuck them. Yeah, I saw Mike Norvell on Sunday on his press conference say, oh, yeah, we don't expect to be too much, you know, uh, no nothing here to change our week. Yeah, good for you, mother. You deserve it. Because when he said that, I was like, what are you, bro? The uh, fuck, you're going to get rain for three days. I guess they, they just wasn't worried and they were in the indoor facility, which I hope yeah. they're sweating eggs on Saturday. Sunday, <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, yeah. Jay, you want to get into key players lost? Yeah, so they lost, and this is probably why everybody's so high on man, because they only lost three games last year, a lot of returning talent. They only lost eight uh, guys, eight total starters. Five on offense, uh, four guys graduated, and then uh, one guy transferred. Um, three guys on defense, one went to the NFL, one graduated, one transferred. So, I mean, so on offense, the players lost was a uh, – I guess I go most impactful with the nod, I guess. Uh, okay. Will be Pokey Wilson, <laughs> number 80, that wide receiver from last year. He had 30, 30 catches, 500-yard reception, which was second on the team, four touchdowns. Another is, wide receiver. Is he the one that caught the flea flicker? Hell, yeah. Also. Um, uh, wide receiver Micah Pittman, he was a junior. He had 32 catches, which was second on the team, 330 yards and three touchdowns. He transferred to Utah. Okay. Tight end Cameron McDonald, he graduated. Um, he had 21 catches, 300 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, left, starting left guard, uh, Dylan Givens, he uh, graduated. He had 24 starts in two years. He was first team all at ACC last year. Uh, right guard, Jaston, <coughs> he was a, a senior. He graduated. He started eight games last year. And then running back, Treshawn uh, Ward. He didn't start, but he was – he was second on the team in rushing yards. He had 95 carries. Uh, second, He was second on the team with 630 yards and seven touchdowns. So he transferred to K-State. So they're losing three out of their top four receiving targets and their second best running back on offense. So that's a pretty, pretty, good, pretty good lick, man. Yeah, that's so, a lick. So, <laughs> uh, so on defense, they're losing uh, defensive end Derek McClendon. He's a sophomore. He had 30, 37 tackles, three and a half sacks, which is third on the team. Five tackles for loss, three quarterback hurries, and a home recovery. He's transferring to Colorado to go meet Prime. And then defensive tackle Robert Cooper. He uh, started 13 games, was honorable mention all ACC. Uh, and then uh, safety, Jamie Robinson. He uh, got drafted in the fifth round of Carolina. He had 24 starts in the last two years, led the team in tackles the last two years. Last year, he had 99 tackles, one sack, five tackles for loss, one interception. He was a two-time first-team All-ACC. So that's a pretty good player. I remember loss, going man. into the game and doing all my research last year and knowing that he was their dude. Yeah. Like Jared Burst was a dude, but he was the, he was also the other dude on the team. Yeah. All right. Do you want to so, get into returning players? So returning players, they have um, quarterback Jordan Travis. He, uh, Fuck him, by the way. <laughs> he started eight games in 2021 and 13 in 2022. He, has, he plays 35 games for Florida State, and he has uh, about 5,900 yards passing, 45 touchdowns. And he also has 1,700 rushing yards and 24 touchdowns. Second team All-ACC last year. He was a 
he's also fifth in the Heisman Trophy odds going into this season. Jay Daniels is second. Jordan Travis is fifth. So, pretty good player, man. Yeah, he's a dude. Um, but, like I said last year, Parker Later wasn't out there, so we'll see. Yep. Okay, and then running back, two of their three top rushers return. Trey Vincent, he'll be a junior. He had uh, 154 carries, 990 yards, was both the first on the team, nine touchdowns. And that, wow, 990 yards was fourth on the ACC. Um, they got Lawrence Tofield, Tofili. Mm-hmm. He was, uh, he had 93 carries, 460 yards, and five touchdowns. So, two pretty good running backs coming back. Wide receiver, uh, Johnny Wilson, he would be a junior. That's that six foot seven, two hundred forty pound wide receiver. I I know him. I remember him. Did he do anything on us last year? Oh yeah, Jesus. Oh um, uh, yeah, he. Uh, I don't remember exactly what he did, but I'm pretty sure he, he had a per, couple pretty good catches. And big first down one across the middle. Yeah, yeah, big first down. Let's see what he do against us last year. He had three catches for sixty yards. Pokey Wilson, he had seven catches, 102 yards with uh, two touchdowns. Yeah. Pokey and Michael Pittman, he had three catches, 45 yards. So, those, so you know, two of those three guys are gone. Somebody going to have their hands full with 6'7", 240-pound Johnny Wilson. Yeah, I don't know who. I don't know who's going who's gonna to who's gonna get the assignment on him. But They better not put Deuce, Deuce Chestnut's <laughs> little ass on him. He's the size of Chaz. Yeah, five, he's 5'9". Five <laughs> yeah, he's small, man. So – He'll be coming back. He was a uh, he had forty three catches, uh, which led the team nine hundred yards. Also led the team in five touchdowns. Also led the team. So he led the team in receiving yards, uh, catches, and touchdowns. Jesus Christ! Uh, that's a big big return. Big six foot seven dude, like that other guy that played for him in two thousand thirteen when they won it. What was his name? Benjamin. Kelvin Benjamin. Big boy like him. Yeah. Why in the fuck I got stupid shit like that in my brain? <laughs> And then uh, another wide receiver coming back, Winston Wright. He was a senior. He's a, he's about 5'10", 190 pounds. He transferred to uh, Florida State from West Virginia in 2022. He led West Virginia receiving from in uh, 2020 and in 2021. And in 2021, he had 63 catches, 690 yards, and five touchdowns. But he got in a car crash and hurt his leg in the spring of 2022, so he missed the entire season. So Florida uh, – Florida State expects to, him to have a good year this year. So he didn't play at all last year. He's supposed to be, be a, picked as a starter last year, but in a car wreck and was out all year. Okay. <coughs> so You sick, Bert? Uh, I just got a little call for something, man. Yeah. All right. So, you, uh, and then, go ahead. In the offensive line, they got three uh, returning offensive line that combined with 30 starts. So They have uh, – offensive line has so how many starts? Uh, there's three. Three, uh, three return offensive line starters with, with all combined thirty starts. Okay, the and then, what's that? Uh, I saw Moscona gave a stat for. I know they're returning three starters, but the other ones with them, there ha- he said that they are the they have the most, uh, not even close in college football. They have the most combined starts from the all five guys. It's like over, a, it's like over a hundred. But uh, that's you know. Look, this is just no. This is last year. This is last year. Oh, return. Start. Okay, okay. Not, my bad. Not, my bad. Not 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 the career. I got I you. About their career. I got you. I got you. Yeah. All right. So, so um, on defense, you already mentioned Jared Verse. He'd be a junior. 
2022 first team all ACC, 49 tackle, 48 tackles, nine sacks, 17 tackles for loss, three quarterback hurries, one fumble recovery. He was a uh, he's the first edge defender uh, taken in multiple mock drafts. Jesus so that Christ. tells you enough about him. Yep. Um, linebacker, they're returning two of the best linebackers and senior uh, Tatum Bethune. He has 84 tackles, was second on the team, three sacks, nine and a half tackles for loss. And senior Kalen Deloche, who was uh, 63 tackles, which was second, third on the team, three sacks, seven and a half tackles for loss. And then uh, DB, they're returning four out of the five starting DBs. Um, uh, safety, Akeem Dent will be a senior. Uh, cornerback Ronaldo Green, also a senior. Um, and then uh, nickelback Kevin Knowles, he's a junior. And then uh, senior cornerback uh, Jaron Jones. So if you look at all their, their guys coming back, man, they're all junior, senior, 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 junior, all of them, man. And it's like like uh, last year, you know, one, two, they have – they have five guys who are all listed as seniors from last year are all coming back because of COVID year. They get another year. Jeez. You know? So starting to see why that's getting, yeah, so, they're ex- getting so much love, man. The experience. Yeah. yeah. They just got a lot of experience, man. They're a lot, they're, they're not a young team. They're, they're, you know, they're, like you said, a lot of experience and a lot of we'll expectations. See, Mike Norvell's going to like his fifth ex- year. So yeah. was, was his fourth year so. or fifth year? You said 20, 21, 22, 23 is yeah. fourth year. Yeah, it's fourth year. Yep. So, I mean, we would have high expectations. Brian Kelly's fourth year. I get it. So, a lot of, a lot of experience, a lot of expectations there. Jay, let's get into uh, your specialty, recruiting update. So, recruiting. So, right now in the 2024 class, they are the, they are the number fifth ranked class in the country with 21 commitments. They have uh, three five-star guys and 12 four-star guys. So the three five-star guys they got, number one uh, wide receiver, K.J. Bolden. He's the number one, number 11 overall player in the country from Buford, Georgia. Um, uh, the number one tight end in the country, late Landon Thomas. He's number 25 overall. He's also from Georgia. Um, number two cornerback in the country, Charles Lester. He's number 20 overall, Venice, Florida. Number three quarterback, this guy's a four-star. Number three quarterback, Luke. Cronin, I don't know how you say his last name. Cronin Hoka or something. He's the number thirty-three overall player in the in the country from Savannah, Georgia. All right, number seven uh, athlete in the country, Cameron Davis, number sixteen, one hundred sixteen overall, also from Georgia. So that saying that, I looked it up, Rob. The state of Georgia has six five-star players prospects in the state of Georgia. Okay. How many are committed to Georgia? So there's the top 11 prospects in the country, six of them. Oh, I'm sorry, top 11 prospects in the state of Georgia. Six of them are five stars. How many of those are committed to Georgia? Man, I think four or five, huh? One. Holy shit, they're getting picked on. They're getting the, the state of Georgia is getting picked. Top 11 in the state, only one is going to Georgia. That's shocking the way they recruit. <clears> the <throat> only one that's going to Georgia is a uh, is a quarterback. His name is Dylan. Some he's a he's the number one overall player in the country. 
220 pound kid from um, Buford, Georgia. He's going to Georgia. Other than that, that 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 really good uh, white linebacker who everybody said he's the next second coming of uh, Bosworth. Named Sammy Brown. If you haven't got a chance to look at him, Rob, go look at his highlights. It's unreal. He's like a un, all American football player. He's 6'2, 230. He runs like a 439 white kid. He's like two time state championship wrestler. He long jumps 23, 24 foot. Un, unbelievable athlete. And he's going to Clemson. Wow. You know, what's yeah, his name? He, what's his check, name so I can write this down? Sammy Brown. Go check him out. All right. Yeah, and they just got, like I said, the top 11 guys are all going to somewhere else. I mean, if you look at the top 11 guys, I'll just go in order. Georgia, Clemson, Florida State, Tennessee, Florida State, Ohio State, Florida State, Ohio State, USC, South Carolina, Alabama, are the top 11 guys from Georgia. Very Georgia. surprising with the, the the success from Georgia the last two years that they knocked up the state, especially as good as they recruit. You, and you've seen it. You saw when LSU won in 2019, you saw them – Take a little more. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do. You saw them take a little more national. Let's go get national guys. Maybe they. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe that's what's happening. If you get that, you know, they're doing that good. They're probably getting some more of the national guys, and it's you know. Yeah, but, but when you got Atlanta, Georgia's brutal, baby. You it's got all, six. When you got six five stars in your home state, you know. Georgia's always been fruitful recruiting grounds, but they definitely. I mean, you're yeah. right. You got it. You got I'm sure they try to lock it up, but they've had a little bad luck this yeah. year. It seems. Um, so, all right. Do you want to get into that transfer portal? Yeah, I was just going to list their uh, 2023 class. So last oh, year, go ahead. They uh, number 16 class in the country, 31 commitments, one five star, 16 four stars. Um, the only five star, Keem Williams, number 24 overall from Fort, Fort Lauderdale. He's number four wide receiver in the country, and that's pretty much it. So I mean, he, he's put together some decent recruiting classes. Uh, number 16, number 19 in 2022, number 23 in 2021. So, man, that, 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 mean, that makes me feel this like year, this we year, should fucking – This year, yeah. This year he's, he's starting to rack up. So Yeah, I mean, he's 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 he is taking advantage of that 10-win season. Yeah. So, good, good on him. But, like, hearing those recruiting classes makes me think, man, we should fucking beat these chumps, man. Yeah, but, I think so. All right, let's get into that transfer portal. So the transfer portal class last year, he was, had the number 10 class in the country. He had 13 guys transferred in and 21 transferred out. So offensive tackle, Jeremiah Byers, 6'6", 290-pound uh, starting tackle from um, UTEP. He, he's pegged right now as a starting right tackle. Uh, defensive lineman, Braden uh, Fisk, he's from West Virginia. He, uh, they got him right now as a, the starting defensive tackle. He uh, started in 25 games at uh, Western Michigan, 100, 102 tackles, nine and a half sacks, and 19 and a half tackles for loss in his career at Western Michigan. Uh, inside offensive lineman, Casey Roderick, he is 6'3", 340 pounds from Colorado. They peg him as a starting left guard right now. He started 30 games in his career at um, Colorado. Uh, cornerback, uh, Entrail Cypress. He's from Virginia. Big time transfer. As, yeah, from uh, a junior. They they got him as a starting cornerback right now. He was second team all ACC last year. Yep. Uh, wide receiver, Keon Coleman from Michigan State. Six foot four, 215 pound receiver. They got him 
pegged as a starting wide receiver. He led Michigan in receptions with 58 um, yards with 800 and touchdowns with seven. He also played basketball for Michigan State in 2022. Jesus. <laughs> so he's an athlete. Freak athlete. Yeah. So then uh, tight end, Jaheim Bell, uh, Jr. from South Carolina. They pegged him as a starting tight end. He had 25 receptions, was third on the team, 230 yards, was fourth, two touchdowns. Also, the second – also, on South Carolina, he was the second uh, leading rusher. He had 73 carries, 261 yards, and three touchdowns in South Carolina. Tight end. <laughs> Jesus Christ, so, man. Another what class in the there. transfer portal do they have? Uh, number 13. Number 10, number 10. Okay. Well, Jesus Christ. That's, I mean, it's – I, I, I want to tell myself we're going to beat these guys, and then I'm just making myself more nervous, Jay. I can't take this shit. I need the game to come. <laughs> well, I'll be here sooner than you know it, man. All right. So um, let's. And then, and then now, like I said, they had 21 guys out. Only a couple guys uh, that had significant playing time got out. I think they lost a lot of, you know, some, some depth at some certain position. But one thing I wanted to note out of all the transfers, 21 of them that transferred out, Five guys transferred to Colorado. That's really, Dion working at Florida State. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep, Neon Dion. He uh, working at Florida State connection. All right, you want to get into twenty twenty three schedule prediction? Yeah, we go ahead and get into it. All right, we're gonna skip the LSU game. Tell me, dub or loss? Southern Miss. No, that's a win. Boston College, the team me and you always pick on when we make fun of ACC teams. <laughs> That's a win. Clemson Tigers, big game let's week. Take, four. Let's, see, let's see what they got them, Rob. Let's see. So they got uh, Florida State at eighty four percent chance to beat to beat uh, Boston College. Okay, pull up that Clemson game. That's next week. So they got they got two top ten teams in four weeks. I love that, by the way. So they got Clemson at a seventy percent chance to win this game. God damn, ESPN the at Clemson. Give me Clemson, baby. All I just right. don't think. Don't don't just don't don't think about it, Dabo. I know you don't like him. When you win that much and you're on top of the mountain for that long, it's just hard to go against them, man. Okay. Just don't think about it. Just pick them. All right, Virginia Tech, my favorite ACC uh, team who has fell off, fallen off. Yeah, they, they fell off pretty bad. Man, I thought they hired the right guy too. Man, that dude sucked. <sighs> the so uh, we got we got Virginia Tech a twelve and a half percent chance to win. Give right. me. Give me uh, Florida State. All right, Syracuse. Syracuse, another seventy-five percent chance. Give me Syracuse. Give me, give me Florida State. <laughs> what about the nine and four last season, Duke Blue Devils? Jay, sneaky good team in the ACC. Mike Elko Duke doing a good Blue job Devils. over there. They they start their season off with Clemson on a Monday, baby, and they're covering motherfucker. I got excited. Oh. I'm sorry, twelve and a half. I got excited. Give me twelve and a half Hell points, yeah. baby. Um, they got. Florida State at eighty five percent chance to win this game. Fuck me. <laughs> at home, yeah. Don't think about it. All right. What about Wake Forest? They lost their star star quarterback who lit it up for Notre Dame last weekend. Yeah, I don't. Florida State. Don't I'm riding with Florida State. Yeah. Pitt Panthers. Yeah, might be. Give me this. Give me what the ESPN saying about the Pitt Panthers. Pitt Panthers. Because they a bunch of people are saying they might be sneaky oh, in the oh, ACC oh, this year. Oh, oh, oh. They give. I only give Florida State a 58%. Chance. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I heard Pitt's going to be sneaky. Games at Pitt at Heinz Field. At give me the Panthers, baby. Pitt Panthers, all right. Miami Hurricanes, fuck them. They ain't did shit. They suck. They suck. 
North, Give me a- North Alabama. No, what? Oh, it's not Alabama? No, no, no. I thought Tuscaloosa was the northern part of Alabama. It is, but no, it's the North Alabama Lions, baby. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Me neither. Never heard of them, man. It always surprises me. As much as we watch this shit and base our lives around this shit, and we still, like, Duquesne last year? I never heard of Duquesne in my life, brother, till last year. Yeah, I heard of Duquesne, but. There is. I have never heard of North Alabama Lions. <laughs> no, I've never heard of them. All right. And then um, we've got Florida State. What about the Florida Gators, Jay? Man, give me the Florida State Seminoles, but closer than the experts think. ESPN got Florida State 58% chance to win. All right, so you got a loss to Pitt. You got a loss to Clemson. So right now, not counting the LSU game, you got them 9-2, and two, Jay. Where do you have – go ahead, wrap up the episode. What we've been waiting for, this is the last moment. Give us your breakdown of the game. I don't want to score. Give us a breakdown of the game, as long as you want, as short as you want. I don't care. Wrap up our look ahead right now, LSU versus Florida State. The court is yours. So, so LSU played 12 games this year. And I said on the podcast before, the three games that have me the most nervous all year long is Florida State, at Ole Miss, at Alabama. So, and then I guess being fourth would be A and M at the end of the year, just because of the end of the year. But Florida State will be ranked number two on my most nervous scale, I guess you'd say. Okay. But going over everything, you know, we didn't look at it, we didn't watch film, we didn't not like watch them like a coach, but watch highlights, listen to talking heads, listen to everybody. I just think that LSU has an advantage in almost every position except for maybe defensive end. I think that they – I think safeties, LSU has better safeties. Better linebackers, LSU has better linebackers. Better cornerbacks, Florida State has better cornerbacks. I agree. We don't know what – we don't know what our cornerbacks are. It's a crapshoot like. right we, now with what we got. Yeah, we don't know. Um, defensive tackles, LSU has that. Defensive ends, I think maybe Florida State with Jared first being I agree. one of the best one. Offensive line might be a wash. Their offensive line might be just as good as ours. I don't know. Okay. Um, we'll see. I like a wash. I agree 100% with everything you've said so far. I think we have an advantage on the wide receivers. I, I think that's yeah. going to be – I think that might be a toss-up in my opinion, but go ahead. And then running backs, they might have the advantage of running backs. I agree. Both – I think I, – I think Tofili – and the kid from Oregon, who's going to be their star, Benson, I think both of them yeah. would come in and be our starting running back. Um, we don't know how good Logan Diggs is going to be. We don't That's, know. Uh, be, we're all in. Hey, and, and breaking and, and breaking news, so, our, the shithead ain't going to play. So it's going to be John Diggs Henry's and Williams. Not playing. Yep. John, John, no, Williams out. Williams out for the game. He was questionable. No, he was likely. Yeah, I think he's out, man. Is that, is that today? Out. Is that today's news? I mean, I just, I just – I've seen it like yesterday or somehow. He's you know he's probable. Yeah, so probable. He's probably gonna be okay. It's yeah, gonna so it's gonna be Diggs and Kane show then. Yeah, Diggs and Kane, I think. Okay, I don't. So, I, God, I'm not. Got Emory's out. Um, well, good. He would have just fumbled twice anyways. Amani Williams out, and then um, so and it's gonna be Diggs and Kane. So we'll see how good Diggs really is. Hopefully, he is really good. He's gonna get the line, you know? Shara. I hope so. Um, and I think that. 
I like Daniels better than Travis, so I think our quarter we have a little slight edge on quarterback. Okay. So give think, me a give I me a, that, give me a score, Jay. So at the end of the day, I think the score will probably be I'm gonna say thirty-one twenty-seven LSU. Thirty-one twenty-seven LSU. Okay, if we uh, if we win, I think we're gonna cover two and a half. Thirty-four. 30 LSU is what I got them. I agree with everything you said. I think the I think the why well, I love our wide receivers, but I think it might be a wash. They got some dudes too. So hey, you know I I'd like to end to, this. We got to we got to get somebody to cover that big six seven guy. I know Jesus, come on, <laughs> Zy Alexander, baby, you long son of a bitch. He might body you off the line, but stay with him, Zy. Maybe, I mean, maybe we can get um uh, Chris, Quincy Wiggins covering. Yeah, <laughs> I have to get Quincy. He's a, he could body him. <laughs> All right, Jay. Hey, this wraps up our look ahead, man. It's been fun. We're going to continue to do episodes all throughout the year. We'll release a schedule. Me and Jay will get together and let you know when we're going to do episodes. But I want to just sit here and be fired up. But listen, it, this shit means a lot to us, man. Me and you base our lives around this. We, we, uh, you know, we, literally, if you know, Jay puts in his vacation. He works as much as he can, and then he takes vacation all throughout football season. I mean, we you had you have season tickets. I had season tickets with you for four or five seasons. We this is our life, man. I mean, we love this shit. We live for this shit. And as much as I would love to sit here and just be like, "Oh, the Tigers are going to win by you know so and so," I'm nervous, man. It, you know, this shouldn't mean something to us. It was so. crazy is that I, I wasn't that nervous going into last year's games. I thought LSU was going to be better than they was yep. opening game. I, I didn't realize how bad the offensive line looked, yep. and I didn't realize that our defensive line wasn't even close to being as good as what they advertise, you know. That's right. Um, I thought LSU was going to beat them, you know, a couple, couple scores last year. Yeah. I was wrong. That's so a little wake-up call in this year. Hopefully I'm wrong this year. Hopefully, you know, I say it's going to be closer than experts think, and, and hopefully LSU, you know, goes down there and shows out. Be like a, a LSU versus Oregon 2011, go down there and just, just overpower them, you know, with talent and 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 – Play calling and everything, man. Jesus, that would be the most perfect situation. Like if it was, twenty eleven. I'll, I'll be unbearable in the stands, bro. Uh, good, brother. <laughs> yep. Hey, safe travels, Jay. On your way. Can I play your theme music? Play that theme music, man. Florida's gonna suck again. Play that theme music. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs>